Melbourne Magazine, October to December 2019. Your City of Melbourne Magazine. This audio magazine has been recorded by Vision Australia on behalf of the City of Melbourne in the interests of information accessibility. Your narrator is Jenny Seedsman. The recording lasts for approximately one and a half hours overall. Here's what's inside. Contents. Lord Mayor's message. Southbank Project's progress. Discover Melbourne's water story. Yours say. Make a play date with Children's Week. Festive shopping at Stringbean Alley. Five ways to nerd out on council data. How we help businesses connect with China. Seven top tips to reduce your waste. Events calendar. Inspiration from a zero waste expert. Dancers create bold new worlds in North Melbourne. Melbourne Music Week Hub aims for zero waste. Three brilliant small businesses. City gardens harvest bumper crops. Find your zen at the library. Try something new this seniors festival. Young creatives shine at Signal. In brief, your council, council meetings, pride and purpose, contact, closing announcement. On the cover. Erin Rhodes shops for waste-free produce at Il Fruttivendolo, a stall at Queen Victoria Market. Lord Mayor's message from Sally Cap. I was delighted to welcome Jacinda Ardern to Melbourne Town Hall recently, and hear her speak about what constitutes good government. Jacinda is one of the world's most contemporary leaders and someone who exemplifies considered and caring leadership. It's leaders like her who inspire me. Being Lord Mayor has shown me the depth, complexity, and diversity of our city. The love and acceptance in our community has absolutely humbled me. Our city is growing fast, and the chance to play a part in shaping who we are, what we do, and what we want to be known for as a society is something that really excites me. As a local government, we are the closest level of government to the people. We have so many important challenges and great opportunities to make a difference. I believe good government is about our values, the respect we show each other, and how we behave as a society. The economics are important, but our values will equally determine our success. We need to make the right decisions now to ensure that in twenty years Melbourne is as caring as it is prosperous. If it's a good idea, we should deliver it. If people will benefit from it, we should deliver it. Purpose, not politics. As a council, we represent all Melburnians, and we are focused on building a great city for people. The next few months will be a wonderful time in our city, from the excitement of the Victorian Seniors Festival to the dazzling celebrations of our Christmas festival. I encourage you to get out and enjoy Melbourne as the weather heats up, and share your adventures with #MelbMoment. Council highlights: recent endorsement of the Waste and Resource Recovery Strategy 
endorsement of the Mooney Ponds Creek Strategic Opportunities Plan. Melbourne Fashion Week. Upcoming, announcement of successful applicants to our Waste Innovation Fund. Consideration of the Transport Strategy 2030. Melbourne Music Week. To find out more about council business, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash about council. Signed, Sally Cap, Lord Mayor. The City of Melbourne respectfully acknowledges the traditional owners of the land, the Bunwurrung and Wurrung Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pays respect to their elders past and present. For the Kulin Nation, Melbourne has always been an important meeting place for events of social, educational, sporting and cultural significance. Today, we are proud to say that Melbourne is a significant gathering place for all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Southbank Project's Progress Southbank locals get ready for new public parks, easier routes for walking and cycling, and increased biodiversity on your doorstep by 2021. Lord Mayor Sally Cap said the first stage of the Southbank Boulevard project is now complete. The first stage includes Melbourne's first green tram tracks, a fully accessible super tram stop and bus stops. The roadway, which includes separated bike lanes, is set to open by Christmas. The new park outside the Melbourne Theatre Company and Melbourne Recital Centre is taking shape and is also due for completion by the end of the year, the Lord Mayor said. We will deliver 2,200 square metres of new public space outside the ABC. This will include new spaces for events and outdoor broadcasts. We acknowledge this project has taken longer than expected and we're mindful to try and minimise disruption to residents and workers. We'd like to thank the community for their patience. Alongside this work, we recently unveiled plans for Southbank Promenade. With more than 40,000 pedestrians per day, this is one of our city's busiest public spaces. The revitalised promenade will feature wider paths with new bluestone paving, more green space, new trees and lighting upgrades. Southbank Promenade will continue to be cycle-friendly, but faster cyclists will be encouraged to use a new separated bike path along Linlithgow Avenue and Southbank Boulevard. Construction on Southbank Promenade will start in early 2020. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash city projects. Discover Melbourne's Water Story Pause on the banks of our city's beautiful waterways as the weather warms up and reflect on the history of the diverse natural environment on which Melbourne was built. Vast wetlands, described as temperate kakadu and home to numerous plants and animal species, once dominated the area between Docklands and the Maribyrnong River. Other areas of the municipality were characterised by low-lying sand dunes, swamps and higher grasslands and woodlands. Author David Sornig developed a deep understanding of this historical landscape and the ways it was forever changed while writing his book, Blue Lake. Personally, I had very little sense of the historical realities of the wetland. Its huge saltwater lagoon, 
the original meandering course of the Yarra River, and the later shanty town, David said. It's a fact that we now think of as lamentable. But this regret might point to positive changes in the way we understand the relationship between water and land, and where we belong between them. During a Melbourne Knowledge Week event, David was part of a panel that discussed sea level rise, flooding, and the future possibilities of Melbourne's water story. My vision for the future of Greater Melbourne and its relationship to water begins with the principle that development should help foster careful human relationships in communities, David said. This relies on recognising that our obligations towards one another are rooted in part in the maintenance of healthy waterways and their ecosystems, not only for their utility, but for their intrinsic value. Our resilience to climate change risks, including drought, heat waves, flooding and sea level rise, relies on our city's integrated water management solutions. Visit us online to find out about Council's approach to water-sensitive urban design. And stay tuned for more on this topic in future editions of Melbourne Magazine. For more information, visit urbanwater.melbourne.vic.gov.au Your Say Letter of the Month We just had our final visit with the maternal and child health nurse, and I'd like to express my sincere thank you to the service for its wonderful care over the past four years. The nurses were an amazing and reassuring support during a very stressful time as a first-time parent. I feel particularly lucky to have had the same nurses caring for us through the past four years. It's wonderful to have that continuity. I feel lucky to live in the city of Melbourne. Vicky Share your thoughts with us at melbournemag at melbourne.vic.gov.au How do I find healthy and affordable food in the city of Melbourne? Find community meals, markets and communal gardens and find out how to access food banks and vouchers using our refreshed Community Food Guide. The handy document offers a wealth of information about food access programs, services and resources in the municipality and surrounding suburbs. melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash community food guide. Tweets at City of Melbourne. From Vic Governor. With over 500,000 residents and workers, the City of Melbourne is the fastest-growing municipality in Australia. Thank you to the Lord Mayor and City of Melbourne councillors for sharing the news of the city. From Bloomberg Cities. Sick of waiting for broader policy change? City of Melbourne partnered with cultural institutions, universities and the private sector to finance a massive wind farm and switch to hashtag Renewable Energy. Read more from At Fast Company. From CoHealth AU. Did you see CoHealth in the age today? Thank you, City of Melbourne, for investing $200,000 in the CoHealth Street Doctor program to provide free medical services to rough sleepers. Hashtags HW numerals 2019 and housing crisis. From Celebrate India 2. 
Celebrate India Inc. would like to thank our major sponsors for their ongoing support. Hope to see you all on the 19th of October at Federation Square at Victorian Gov, City of Melbourne, Federation Square. Photo of the month. I love photographing Melbourne for its diversity, which brings out its own character. It's such a unique city to photograph for sunrise and sunsets that you will get a different perspective every time. I wanted a photograph that encompasses the bygone 1800s era architecture with the modern world we live in now, and the best frame for that is Federation Square looking towards Eureka Tower. My top tip for making great photos is choose impactful foregrounds, which will create visual flow as you lead your audience's eyes into the frame. The best time to photograph Melbourne is during sunrise, when hot air balloons fly over the city. Alexander Martindez At Alexander underscore Martindez Producer's Note The print edition of Melbourne magazine features a high, wide-angle shot of Melbourne, cast in the vivid colours of early evening. The backdrop shows clouds reflecting the setting sun, with the skyscrapers of South Bank framing the left side and Flinders Street Station the right. The foreground is Federation Square, with the bright orange triangular umbrellas of a cafe and a sparse crowd of people sitting on the steps of the main square. End producer's note. Share your Melbourne moments on Instagram with the hashtag MelbMoment. Connect with us. Facebook.com forward slash City of Melbourne. Twitter.com forward slash City of Melbourne. Instagram.com forward slash City of Melbourne. Why we're a welcoming city. We've joined a network of cities, shires, towns and municipalities that are committed to an inclusive Australia where all people can develop a sense of belonging and participate in community life. The Welcoming Cities Network is part of a growing international movement of more than 135 municipalities in New Zealand, the Americas and Europe. melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash multicultural Make a play date with Children's Week. Bring your kids for an epic play date at Art Play this Children's Week and reflect on how listening to our youngest residents' voices can help us create the brightest future for Melbourne. There are more than 25 events for children happening in the city from the 19th to the 27th of October, including Play Date, a morning of artful play, nature facts from our park rangers and Aboriginal storytelling. Running from 10.30am to 12.30pm on Friday the 25th of October, Playdate is a free event at Art Play for families with children aged 2 to 5. No bookings are required. Visit our website to find out more details about this and other Children's Week activities. Beyond the great events of Children's Week and our year-round services to provide young Melburnians with a great start in life, children play an important part in shaping our future city. We work to ensure children's voices are heard as we make plans and policies and create opportunities for them to participate fully in the creation of the city they will inherit. At our recent Children's Forum, children aged 6 to 12 told us they love our city's parks, 
food, animals and people. But worry about climate change and the environment, poverty, homelessness and safety. The children told us they want to provide practical help for people who are homeless and would improve Melbourne by reducing traffic, planting more trees, building more parks and reducing the use of plastic. Sophie Peters, who was named this year's Junior Lord Mayor on Melbourne Day in August, said she is honoured to help give kids a voice in our city. She is also particularly passionate about alleviating homelessness and waste. Melbourne is a city with beautiful green spaces and people with a diversity of cultures, but I believe there are some big city problems that need to be fixed, Sophie said. I believe that with the help of kids, Melbourne will become even better. I hope that young kids will be able to influence Melbourne's future with their creative ideas. We will continue to seek out, listen to and action kids' voices as we make decisions that shape our future city. Head to our website to find out more about what's on for kids in the city this Children's Week and beyond. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash children. Fast Facts for 2018-19 1,370 babies were born in our municipality. We vaccinated 6,510 children. We provided 4,870 hours of family support and counselling. We supported 645 families with parent education. We supported 1,171 families through 77 playgroups. We promoted family literacy through numerous free and low-cost activities in our libraries, including stompers, songbirds and story time. We engaged more than 25,000 children and families in creative arts experiences at Art Play, including an inaugural program called By Kids for Kids, where all events were dreamed up by children. Staff will be on hand at Playdate to answer questions about our services for children and families. The picture captions read, Have fun at Art Play this Children's Week. And Lord Mayor Sally Cap with Junior Lord Mayor Sophie Peters. Festive shopping at String Bean Alley. Get set for Christmas with a uniquely Melbourne shopping experience at our city's newest laneway, String Bean Alley at Queen Victoria Market. Named after the laneway where green beans were sold in the early 1900s, String Bean Alley is now home to 26 independent traders in bespoke shipping containers, offering vintage clothing, artisan chocolate and more. During your visit, check out the new pedestrian plaza on Queen Street, with plenty of new seats, umbrellas and fruit trees. It's a great place to sit, eat and relax on your shopping trip. The revitalisation of String Bean Alley and Queen Street Plaza are among many projects driven by feedback from customers and traders, delivered as part of our $250 million renewal of the Queen Victoria Market Precinct. Stanley Arcos, Queen Victoria Market Chief Executive Officer, said the revitalised String Bean Alley is attracting new visitors to the market and celebrates its rich history. The String Bean Alley Precinct represents a new era for the market, Mr Liakos said.
This section of the market is now acting as a small business incubator, providing a platform for specialist traders, offering products and services that are locally designed, sourced, or produced. Plan your visit. Located next to the car park, String Bean Alley is open on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. It is also open on Wednesday evenings during the summer night market season from the twentieth of November. Queen Victoria Market is Melbourne's one-stop Christmas shop to stock up on seasonal food favourites, gift ideas, and stocking fillers from the wide variety of fresh produce and specialty merchandise traders. For more information, visit qvm.com.au/stringbeanalley. The picture caption reads: "Visit Endangered Animals Australia in Stringbean Alley." Five ways to nerd out on council data. Find a spot for a rooftop garden. See our future city in 3D. And research your business idea on our open data website. Data is one of the most powerful tools we have to help create a great city for people. We make more than two hundred data sets freely available online, from pedestrian counters to well-being statistics. This data helps people understand the challenges facing our city, and makes it easier for innovators to collaborate and develop the best solutions for the community. Here are five ways to start exploring council data. Explore our urban forest. Discover the locations, species, and life expectancies of more than seventy thousand trees. See our future skyline. Visualize our city's past, present, and future built environment in three D. Get career inspiration. Explore employment forecasts and our city's most popular industries. Supercharge your startup. Sharpen up your business plan with the latest population data. Plan your day out. Find a place to park, public toilets, drink fountains, and more. Did you know, as the Earth's tectonic plates shift, our in-house data experts update our map coordinates. To help you get where you need to go and find things easily, from barbecues to bike hoops. For more information, visit data.melbourne.vic.gov.au. City of Enterprise. How we help businesses connect with China. Local businesses are finding new ways to connect with Chinese visitors and residents through digital platforms and mobile payment options like Alipay and WeChat. To celebrate Golden Week, a Chinese national holiday that runs from the first to the seventh of October, we're showcasing some unique ways to help businesses connect with China. Digital payment options. Buskers can now accept digital donations by using Alipay, the world's largest mobile payment provider. City visitors can also use Alipay and WeChat Pay at Cook's Cottage and Fitzroy Gardens Visitor Centre. Special offers for shoppers. Businesses in key retail precincts are now able to provide shoppers with special offers through our new Melbourne City Card program on Alipay. Social media. We are the only Australian capital city on WeChat 
China's leading social media platform. Our WeChat channel has more than ten thousand followers, and our stories have been viewed more than three hundred and thirty thousand times. Helping city visitors explore more of Melbourne, visitors are invited to explore ten iconic locations in our city to receive a special memento through our new Check In Melbourne mini program on WeChat. Business missions. We unlock global opportunities for local startups through business missions to Asia. To read about the Lord Mayor's latest trip, head to Council Updates at magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au. Councillor Philip Li Lu, chair of the International Engagement Portfolio, said he is encouraged to see businesses embracing payment options preferred by Victoria's more than six hundred and fifty thousand annual Chinese visitors. As a city of progress. We are dedicated to promoting Melbourne as a destination of choice for tourists, and supporting our city's visitor economy through innovative projects in this time of disruption," Councillor Li Lu said. "I encourage all local businesses seeking ways to better engage with Chinese customers to view the handy new checklist we've published on our website." Alipay in action. The Melbourne Star Observation Wheel began offering Alipay as a payment method to support an increasing number of Chinese visitors. The team has seen significant growth in the use of Alipay at their attraction, cafe, and retail store, and believe this will continue to grow. Sales manager Stone Liu said nearly ten thousand visitors have collected a coupon offering a discount through Alipay. Alipay is a cost-efficient way to expose your business into the Chinese market. Not only does it facilitate payment between consumers from China and the local business, but there is also marketing on the platform. Stone said, "You need to have attractive products and discount coupons at the right time to attract more visitation." For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au/business. City of Sustainability. Seven top tips to reduce your waste. We are urging Melburnians to follow seven simple steps to avoid creating waste and help create a cleaner, greener future. Our city is facing a recycling crisis. Following the collapse of SKM Recycling, we have been forced to send our waste to landfill. Forty-five tons of it every day. As a city of sustainability, this is devastating. Reducing the impact of waste is central to our commitment to take action on climate change, plan for a growing city, and provide a safe, clean city where our community can thrive. We are working hard to find a long-term, sustainable solution to the recycling crisis, develop smarter waste management tools for the future, and introduce short-term initiatives. That will reduce the volume of waste going to landfill, but innovation can only go so far. As one of the fastest-growing cities in the developed world, we need to get smarter about waste. The days of sending large volumes of waste to landfill have to end. Before you buy a product, it's important to ask yourself if you really need it, or if it will just end up in landfill. There are so many items we use for only a few minutes that can linger in the environment for thousands of years. 
the most powerful thing we can do is stop creating so much waste in the first place. By following these simple steps, you can not only avoid creating waste, but save money, eat more healthily, and support sustainable local businesses. 1. Say no to single-use plastics and packaging. Enjoy your takeaway food and drink in reusable containers and cups. Drink tap water instead of bottled drinks. Buy unwrapped fresh fruit and vegetables instead of packaged foods. And switch to certified compostable bin liners. 2. Take your recycling to the Dynan Road Recycling Centre. Our waste and recycling centre at 437 Dynan Road in West Melbourne is accepting drop-off recycling. You can take curbside recycling items like plastics, cardboard and separated glass to the centre. 3. Compost your food scraps and organic waste. Get a worm farm, composting bin or Bakashi composting system. To find neighbourhood composting locations, contact your local communal garden or climate action group or try the Share Waste website. Did you know you can access discounted worm farms and composting systems through our partnership with Compost Revolution? The products contain 100% recycled materials and are 100% Australian made. 4. Keep recycling and avoid contamination. Continue to separate your recyclables and dispose of your waste mindfully, even during the recycling crisis. This will maintain good habits for the future and recycling collection will continue as normal. 5. Recycle your e-waste. Deposit your e-waste, anything with a battery or power cable, at one of the collection points we've established around the city. To find the locations, visit our website. 6. Support sustainable businesses. Seek out sustainable retailers and eateries and spread the word about earth-conscious startups like Returner and Unpackaged Eco, which have created smart ways to reduce single-use packaging. 7. Share your waste hacks. Talk about the simple things you are doing to reduce your waste with your friends, family, colleagues and neighbours. We are stronger when we work together. As a matter of urgency amid the recycling crisis, Council's waste collection contractor, Citywide, is working with experts to investigate the best way to create a specialised recycling facility in Victoria. Lord Mayor Sally Cap said Council is fast-tracking part of its waste and resource recovery strategy to bring forward investment in infrastructure and new technology. This work will include exploring international best practice for waste disposal in inner-city laneways, such as mini-compactor bins, specialised vehicles and separate collection of different materials. We want to stop recyclables going to landfill as soon as possible and deliver long-term improvements for our residents and businesses, the Lord Mayor said. Ultimately, we need to work towards the model used by many European countries – where recycling streams are collected and processed separately. This is not a process that can be tackled by individual municipalities, so we will be working with other councils, the Victorian government and the community to achieve long-term change. Environment Portfolio Chair, Councillor Cathy Oak, said everyone can play their part, 
including through waste avoidance and reducing contamination of the waste stream. We don't want people to lose their good recycling habits. We're hopeful of delivering short and long-term solutions to this crisis as soon as possible, Councillor Oak said. We need to provide a cleaner product for our recycling industry to return to a more sustainable and stable footing. That means reducing contamination from items like greasy pizza boxes, which don't belong in the recycling. Ultimately, we need to encourage everyone to reduce the amount of waste they're producing in the first instance. Overwhelmingly, residents and businesses tell us they want to reduce their environmental impact. If we all act on this goodwill, we can protect our environment, influence change-makers at all levels of government and industry, and create the brightest future for Melburnians. Be inspired by a zero-waste living expert later in this magazine. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash reduce waste. What is City of Melbourne doing? We are constantly looking for ways to support waste reduction, including opening up our recycling centre at Dynan Road, where you can take your recycling and glass. We also provide a free e-waste recycling service for apartment buildings. Funding support for businesses to produce less waste as a priority and discounts on worm farms and compost bins. Good news! Single-use plastic bags will be banned in Victoria this November. Federal and state governments have endorsed targets for all Australian packaging to be either reusable, recyclable or compostable by 2025. Many major brands have pledged to use Planet Arc's new Australasian recycling label, which helps consumers understand whether a product can be recycled. Events Calendar A few of our favourite things. Find more great events like these at whatson.melbourne.vic.gov.au The 2nd to the 20th of October. Melbourne International Arts Festival. Discover Tandarum, art trams, intimate feasts and sweeping stage spectacles from around the globe at venues across our city. Browse the programme online the 2nd to the 20th of October. Dance works by Modern Masters. See incredible choreography in North Melbourne this Melbourne festival. Don't miss Split by Lucy Guerin, Inc. Overture by Joe Lloyd. Token Armies by Chunky Move. And High Performance Packing Tape by Branch Nebula. The 6th to the 13th of October. Victorian Seniors Festival. Dance at Federation Square. Attend a concert at Melbourne Town Hall and expand your mind through University of the Third Age activities this Celebration Day and beyond. See later for more details. The 7th to the 28th of October. Yoga at Bullock Bark. Start your Mondays with a tranquil intergenerational yoga class from 9am to 10am as part of the Seniors Festival. Please wear comfortable clothing and bring your own drink bottle, towel and mat. The 9th of October. Carlton Community History Morning Tea. Bring photos and memorabilia we can photocopy on the day to create a dynamic historical display of the people and places of Carlton, 
alongside a free morning tea from 10.30am to 12pm at Kathleen Syme. The 10th, the 11th, the 16th, 17th and 18th of October. Obang. Dreaming. Collaborate on the first phase of a new multicultural show. This workshop invites you to explore, play and observe amid a performative installation for babies aged 6 to 18 months and their caregivers at Art Play. The 12th of October and the 9th of November. Live Coding Club. Learn the coding languages of Atom and Super Collider to generate ambient and noise music on the 12th of October and techno and dance tracks on the 9th of November from 11am to 4pm at Signal. The 13th of October. Supernatural Powers. Discover the powers of the animal kingdom, including the strength of spider silk, the sonic powers of the microbat and the eyes of an eagle. For kids aged 6 to 8 at Art Play. The 13th of October to the 28th of June. Sunday Lounge. Listen to live music for free. Meet your neighbours and celebrate local music diversity at Library at the Dock and Kathleen Syme on Sundays. These laid-back events are suitable for all ages. The 16th of October. Ride to Work Day Community Breakfast. Enjoy free breakfast, bike checks and entertainment at Australia's largest celebration of commuter bike riding at Pollywoodside Park in Southbank, Harbour Esplanade in Docklands and Neal Street Reserve in Carlton. The 19th of October, Diwali Festival. Take a magical journey to India featuring live music, a bustling bazaar, delectable cuisine and spectacular fireworks on the Yarra. Find the fun at Federation Square. The 20th of October to the 10th of November. Paper cut. Draw, paint, cut and collage and let your imagination run free in these workshops for kids aged 7 to 10 at Art Play. Make people on the 20th of October. Animals on the 3rd of November and a 3D city on the 10th of November. The 23rd to the 26th of October. Future Echoes. Participate, collaborate and share in art made by and with young people at this new festival presented by Art Centre Melbourne. The 31st of October to the 1st of November. Listening to Hear. Collaborate with artists to create a GPS-triggered audio experience constructed using the unique language of toddlers as they respond to outdoor places at Art Play, for kids aged one to three and their carers. Every Saturday in October, open art space. Bring a project you've been working on or start something new at Signal. Drop in to play with air-dry clay, create cute pom-pom pals or craft jewellery out of junk. Each week there'll be a special feature to inspire you from 12pm to 3pm. The 2nd to the 9th of November. Melbourne Cup Carnival and Parade. See Jockeys and Trainers Parade down Swanson Street during the Melbourne Cup Carnival. The festivities continue at Federation Square before the big event on Tuesday the 5th of November. The 7th to the 24th of November. 
night noodle markets. Head to Birarangma to enjoy an Asian hawker market under the stars. There will be more than twenty sizzling food stalls, including sash Japanese, son-in-law, wonder bao, and more. Entry is free. The ninth and tenth of November, broadside. Be inspired by the Wheeler Center's new feminist ideas festival, featuring a remarkable lineup of local and international speakers, presenting a powerfully feminist agenda at Melbourne Town Hall. The tenth of November to the twenty-third of February, Sunday at the Baths. Enjoy live music, giant inflatables, and other fun activities to keep you entertained and cool during the hottest time of the year. From one p.m. every Sunday at Carlton Baths, the fourteenth to the twenty-third of November, Melbourne Music Week. See local and international artists at venues across the city in a music experience like no other, and celebrate the festival's tenth anniversary. Don't miss the Zero Waste Festival Hub. The seventeenth of November, Polish Festival. See Federation Square transformed into Little Warsaw through song, dance, workshops, and culinary delights. The twenty-ninth of November to the first of December, Salam Fest Muslim Arts Festival. Discover diverse Muslim ethnicities at this festival of peace, contemporary arts, culture, and cuisine at Federation Square and Queen Victoria Market. The twenty-ninth of November to the twenty-fifth of December, Christmas Festival. See Melbourne transformed into a Christmas wonderland. Visit the sixteen-meter-tall tree at Federation Square. Take in the projections on the iconic Melbourne Town Hall, or wander through the city to find beautiful decorations. Melbourne.vic.gov.au/forward/slash/Christmas. The thirtieth of November. Opera in the Bowl. See some of Australia's finest musical talent in this family-friendly event at the Sydney Maya Music Bowl, with the city skyline as the magnificent backdrop. The tenth of December, Seniors' Christmas celebration. Enjoy afternoon tea, dancing, and a visit from Santa at Melbourne Town Hall from two p.m. to four p.m. Doors open at one fifteen p.m. Free. Bookings essential. Call nine six five eight nine one nine zero or email healthyaging at melbourne dot vic dot gov dot au from the fifteenth of October. The thirty first of December, New Year's Eve. Watch our dazzling fireworks display from anywhere you can see the city skyline. If you come into the city, head to an official celebration zone at Docklands, Flagstaff Gardens. Treasury Gardens or King's Domain for great views, amenities, music, and food. Melbourne.vic.gov.au/nye. Sport, the twelfth of October to the fifteenth of December. Riverslide Skate Club. Learn how to skate and make friends at Riverslide Skate Park every Saturday and Sunday from eleven a.m. to one p.m. We provide skateboards, helmets, and pads. Call nine double six three zero four nine five to book. The third of December, 
Victorian Disability Sport and Recreation Festival. Try inclusive sport and recreation activities at this festival that promotes physically active lifestyles for people of all abilities. Find 40 exhibitors and three activity zones on Crown River Walk in Southbank. Plan ahead to arrive on time. Take a moment to consider how you will travel into the city in case construction works delay your journey. Go to bigbuild.vic.gov.au forward slash disruptions. Subscribe to our weekly What's On newsletter at whatson.melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash subscribe. Inspiration from a zero waste expert. Six years ago, Erin Rhodes ate plastic packaged takeaway food and shopped online for fast fashion. Today, she can fit all the waste she creates in a year in a single jar. From simple cleaning solutions to planning a zero waste wedding, Erin shares everything she's learnt on her journey through her blog, books, and at events like Melbourne Knowledge Week. We asked Erin to share a little about how she lives waste free in Melbourne. What inspired you to embark on your zero waste journey, and how has it changed your life? I was inspired to try the zero waste lifestyle after I watched the Clean Britain project. And took on the challenge to reduce my plastic use. There were many unexpected benefits, such as eating healthy food, saving money, supporting my local community, finding joy in moments instead of things, enjoying a slower-paced life, and of course, not taking the bin out. At the beginning, it was hard to give up junk food. I had no idea how much processed food I ate until I tried to reduce my packaging waste. Over time, it gets easier to live without Tim Tams and chips. Then one day, it's not missed anymore. Now I prefer to visit a bakery or local maker for a treat, using my own containers or bags. What would you say to someone who wants to create less waste? Where's a good place to start? Up to forty percent of what we put into our bins is made up of food scraps, leftovers, and forgotten food. This organic matter doesn't break down in landfill, as it's not exposed to air or the microorganisms needed for it to decompose naturally. Instead, it creates methane, a potent greenhouse gas. Sitting down to write a shopping list is a great first step to reduce food waste, keeping in mind ingredients that can be used over several meals. A shopping list will help you stop grabbing food you don't need or buying items on sale that you might use, but. Probably won't. Don't forget to write down what fruit and vegetables you already have at home to stop you from buying more. It's so easy to go on autopilot, reaching for something like carrots when you might have two at home that need to be eaten. You can set up a composting system if you have a larger yard, while worm farms and bakashi bins are ideal for smaller homes or apartments. When food scraps are composted, they are no longer waste. Instead, they become food for the soil. If you can't compost at home, the Share Waste website allows you to log on and search their area for others in the community who would like to accept food waste. Keep food scraps in the freezer between drop-offs to reduce the smell. It's easy to feel overwhelmed by the issue of waste. What is your mindset about this? I'm feeling optimistic about the future, 
knowing people can change and that businesses do want to do the right thing. It would be great to see state and federal governments help move this along, especially when it comes to providing education for businesses and the general public. What is your vision for the future of waste-free living in our city and beyond? I'm looking forward to the day when it's not uncommon to bring your own containers, bags and bottles to be refilled anywhere and for people to sit down and enjoy a meal or coffee without running around in a hurry. There would also be places to refill personal care items like toothpaste, deodorant and makeup. I'd love to see public composting facilities in the city and everyone recycling less because we are refilling reusing and reducing more. Everything would be repairable, with business invested in helping customers look after their stuff. Second-hand shopping would be more mainstream and popular. There would be no single-use plastics littering our streets, and the next generation won't be left to pick up after us, because we, consumers, businesses and government, took responsibility now to make a change. For more of Erin's zero-waste living tips, check out her blog. The Rogue Ginger, or her books, Waste Not, and Waste Not Every Day. Try a waste-free shopping trip. The photos in this article show Erin shopping at the iconic Queen Victoria Market. In one photo, she finds unpackaged soap and refillable products at the soapbox in the Victoria Terraces. She brings her own container to the traditional pasta shop in the dairy hall. Rewine, located in A-Shed, sells wine straight from the barrel in refillable bottles. Erin buys cheese at the corner larder during a waste-free shopping trip to Queen Victoria Market. The market is a great place to access unpackaged fruits and vegetables and refill your own containers and bags there are even traders offering refillable detergents, kombucha and wine. Why not try it and see how you go? Every action has an impact. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash reduce waste. City of Culture Dancers create bold new worlds in North Melbourne. Book your tickets to see some of the world's most gripping contemporary dance on your doorstep this Melbourne International Arts Festival, as Arts House presents a jaw-dropping program in North Melbourne. From physical theatre that tests the limits of everyday office supplies to a thrilling dance duet in a space that grows ever smaller, four epic performances are set to enthrall and entertain this October. Anthony Hamilton, Artistic Director of Chunky Move, will present Token Armies, an ambitious work featuring varied life forms, animatronics designed by the experts behind King Kong and Walking with Dinosaurs, and other unexpected elements. Epic in scale, with 23 performers involved, this world premiere event is already one of the most talked-about works at this year's festival. Creature Technology has developed some really incredible visual elements for the work, building a unique world that audiences are invited to inhabit, said Anthony. Thematically, Token Armies probes our tactile obsession and the prominence of tools and the hands that use them in our real world, and looks at how we could find a utopia without these bodily extensions. 
The work also looks at how we negotiate a shared space and existence with other life forms. Antony said that part of the beauty of contemporary performance is the excitement that the work you are about to experience will be transformative, but there is every chance it could also be perplexing. Performances like token armies are important because they give us another prism through which to view the human experience, where we can reflect on things that language can't always describe. Antony said. The practice of dance and movement has an embodied reality that reveals something about the bodies we inhabit and are inextricably bound to. It's only in the practice itself that this can be known and experienced. The French enfant terrible choreographer Jérôme Bell once said, and I'm paraphrasing, that art goers are akin to gamblers. My advice is that it's best to expect the unexpected. And come to the art form with openness and curiosity. While at Chunky Move, Antony aims to expand the company's role amid the dance sector, champion the work of artists from Melbourne and beyond, and hopefully launch a fellowship to support an outstanding artist. Councillor Rowan Leppert, chair of the Arts, Culture and Heritage portfolio, said Arts House capitalises on partnerships to present groundbreaking contemporary performance. And nurture our city as a cultural capital. Arts House is our city's creative engine room, where we support artists with funding, studio time, technical equipment, and production expertise to develop new work into high-profile performances. Councillor Leppert said, "The upcoming events in North Melbourne are a testament to the hard work of many talented creative people." Including Melbourne International Arts Festival's outgoing artistic director Jonathan Holloway, I encourage Melburnians to dive into this extraordinary program, and I look forward to seeing more great work from the festival's new artistic directors Hannah Fox and Gideon Obazanik from 2020. Token Armies by Chunky Move runs from the 16th to the 20th of October. Overture by Joe Lloyd, split by Lucy Gurren Inc. And high performance packing tape by Branch Nebula, all run from the second to the sixth of October. For more information, visit artshouse.com.au. Melbourne Music Week Hub aims for zero waste. Visit the Melbourne Music Week Festival Hub, which aims to be zero waste, and experience our city as a global music capital this November. Since it began ten years ago, Melbourne Music Week has showcased more than two thousand two hundred acts to more than three hundred and fifty thousand music lovers. This year's event is set to be bigger than ever, with a continued focus on sustainability. For the second year in a row, Melbourne Music Week will be certified carbon neutral in twenty nineteen, which means the carbon emissions of all events will be measured and reduced where possible. The remaining carbon footprint will be offset by projects that reduce emissions elsewhere, such as reforestation and Aboriginal land management projects. Meanwhile, the festival hub is set to use both harvested stormwater and 100% renewable electricity sourced through the Melbourne Renewable Energy Project Wind Farm, a unique partnership project that powers all council operations. Reusable cups will also make a return to the festival hub this year, meaning when you order drinks at the bar, you will be contributing to the venue's zero waste goal.
We also encourage attendees to walk, cycle, use public transport, and not print their tickets to reduce their environmental impact. From the live music safari to legendary techno, there's something for everyone this Melbourne Music Week, which runs from the 14th to the 23rd of November. Explore the full program and book tickets online. For more information, visit mmw.melbourne.vic.gov.au. The picture caption reads, Head to the festival hub to see the return of Cubic, illuminated water tanks that interact with music. Three Brilliant Small Businesses From saving more than 85,000 single-use takeaway bowls to inventing a smart plug that helps people take care of older relatives, our grant recipients do amazing work. As a city of enterprise, we have supported almost 400 small businesses with more than $8.3 million in funding through our Small Business Grants program since it began in 1996. Between 2006 and 2016 alone, these grants helped local businesses generate $71 million in gross turnover, $58 million in equity investment, $3 million in export earnings, and more than 900 jobs. Here are three inspiring initiatives awarded funding through both our small business and social enterprise grant programs this year. 1. Unpackaged Eco Reduce your waste thanks to a local business piloting smart technology that helps shops sell products without packaging. Consumers can track the difference they're making to the planet and sales are exceeding expectations. We can't wait to see this startup grow. 2. BookBot Adrian DeWitz created the BookBot app to help his dyslexic son, Forrester, improve his reading skills, with great results. Using voice recognition technology, BookBot helps children with reading difficulties learn more independently, complementing face-to-face time with parents and teachers. 3. Worksmith Ella Melbourne's bartenders of tomorrow are in training at this new co-working space for the beverage industry, which features a high-tech bar laboratory. The grant money will go towards purchasing a rotary evaporator system, which can extract flavours from fresh food. To read more stories about inspiring grant recipients, head to Melbourne Magazine online at magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash small business grants. City Gardens Harvest Bumper Crops Communal gardens are in bloom across our city as residents seek out opportunities to grow fresh produce with fantastic results. We are pleased to support green-thumbed groups like Kensington Stockyard Food Garden, which harvested 206 kilograms of produce and recorded 906 volunteer hours in a single year. The group also reinvigorated its neighbouring garden at Kensington Community School and shared gardening knowledge with 147 children. Martin Mulverhill is one of the passionate people behind our city's newest garden, the Drill Hall Community Garden on Terry Street, set to open in mid-October. 
The garden was initiated by the Drill Hall Residents Association, with support from CoHealth, the Multicultural Hub, Housing Choices Australia, Polygon Design, and the City of Melbourne. Drill Hall residents are at the centre of this project, which emphasises accessibility and inclusion for the wide range of people who live in the affordable housing, including people in wheelchairs. Martin said, "There will be wicking beds allocated to locals, worm farms, a children's area, and places to sit and relax. The garden will be wonderful for residents, but it will also be a public space." Communal gardens are an important way for people to access fresh produce, boost their well-being, and build community connections as Melbourne's population grows. Growing sustainable local produce and composting organic waste is also a great way to reduce the amount of waste we send to landfill as we take action on climate change. Other communal garden locations include Stevenson Lane, Boyd Community Hub, East Melbourne Library. Geograph Street in Docklands and Courtney Street in North Melbourne. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au/community-food-guide. Find your zen at the library. Bliss out in a deep relaxation story lounge. Learn how to practice active mindfulness, and find out how food and movement can affect your mood. At your local library this Mental Health Week, from the fifth to the eleventh of October in our libraries, we're hosting a series of activities that have been found to benefit well-being and challenge the stigma around mental health. We created the program with a particular focus on young adults aged fifteen to thirty, but everyone is welcome. Josie Jimenez will lead a workshop about self-compassion. Exploring how we can transform the way we relate to our suffering, shortcomings, and struggles through courage, authenticity, kindness, and community. I think there are tremendous cultural pressures that tell us who, what, and how we should be. And despite the fact that most, if not all, of these expectations are unrealistic and impossible to meet, we constantly strive to meet them. And when we don't, we blame ourselves. And lose our way in the process," Josie said. "I'm passionate about creating safe spaces where we can have honest conversations about suffering and compassion, courage and fear, community and connection, and question and challenge these cultural expectations that can keep us small, afraid, and quiet. If you are experiencing a personal crisis or thinking about suicide, please call Lifeline on one three double one. One four. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au/libraries. Did you know? From lazing in the pool, listening to live music, to taking part in a local skate competition, there are many creative ways to relax, meet new friends, and find your zen year-round in our city. Turn to our events calendar in the centre of this magazine, or visit What's On Melbourne. To explore things to do in your neighbourhood, or pick a new way to exercise over at melbourne.vic.gov.au/forward/slash/active-melbourne. City of Wellbeing. Try something new this Seniors Festival. Frock up for a film screening. 
dance in Federation Square and discover our year-round program of activities for older people during the Victorian Seniors Festival this October. Special events in our libraries, recreation centres and community hubs will include everything from a pop-up library to the Grey Medallion, which offers water awareness and emergency response training for older people. Councillor Beverly Pinder, Chair of the People's City Portfolio, said the Seniors Festival is a great time to get out and about, meet new friends and celebrate the contributions that people of all ages make to our city. As a city of well-being, we celebrate older people of all ages, nationalities, genders, sexual diversity and walks of life, Councillor Pinder said. As Australia's population ages and longevity increases, our role as a council in supporting and empowering older Melburnians also evolves. Beyond the Seniors Festival, we run a wide variety of activities and services year-round that bring people together in their local neighbourhoods and help build a more connected community. These connections are such an important part of keeping the mind, body and spirit active as we age. Here are seven more Seniors Festival highlights not to miss. 1. Qigong Do light stretching exercises in a supportive environment at North Melbourne Recreation Centre each Wednesday in October at 11.15am. 2. Get creative. Enjoy arts and crafts with the Melrose Art Group at Jean McKendry Neighbourhood Centre every Monday in October at 10.30am. 3. Swimming and fitness classes. Be one of the first 20 people over 65 to register to receive 10 free swimming lessons or fitness classes at Kensington Community Recreation Centre. The centre also offers free Tai Chi every Tuesday at 1.30pm and Zumba on Thursdays at 11am. 4. Celebration Day. Go dancing and browse the pop-up library at Federation Square on Sunday the 6th of October from 10.30am. 5. Live music. Head to South Yarra Senior Centre at Faulkner Park to watch live music on Thursday the 10th of October at 2pm and Friday the 11th of October at 1pm. 6. Fashion and film. Dress up for an afternoon at Library at the Dock on Tuesday the 29th of October at 2pm. Watch a film celebrating fashion icon and activist Vivian Westwood. Enjoy afternoon tea and donate items to Fitted for Work. Bookings essential. 7. Arts on Anthony Watch live music over lunch, have a go at watercolour and try other low-cost activities every Tuesday at Kensington Neighbourhood Centre. Call 9376-6366 for this week's event details. Please visit our website for more details on these events and more. Don't forget, there'll be free public transport for Victorian Seniors Card holders from Sunday the 6th of October to Sunday the 13th of October, including all Metropolitan and V-Line services. Out and About Mondays at Jean McKendry Neighbourhood Centre. Did you know we host an affordable three-course lunch, gentle yoga and art activities for older people 
every week in North Melbourne. To find out more about these events and more, call 9658-9190 or visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash seniors. Fast Facts Around 12,483 older people live, work and play in Melbourne and they speak 24 languages. Older people borrowed 226,734 items from our libraries in 2018. We provided more than 2,300 meals in community centres and supported 56 community groups with subsidies and venue hire last year. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash seniors. Melbourne Love Young Creatives Shine at Signal Some of our city's most talented young artists are bringing stunning projects to life through the Signal Young Creatives Lab. This year's works include a performance installation by Trey Turner that draws parallels between the fae of European folklore and colonial writings about Australian First Nations people. Comang, Rosie Kleins, a theatre maker and performer who trained at the Victorian College of the Arts, will create a narrative musical recording inspired by time she spent living in Indonesia. It was from collaborating there with other artists that I came up with the concept for Mythologies, a body of music about navigating how you create space for yourself when you don't feel like you belong, Rosie said. The EP features lots of samples of gamelan orchestra and traditional Indonesian pop, and it is an ode to the music I love, so it draws its sound from jazz, Detroit house and 80s R&B. Young Creatives Lab artists receive funding, mentoring, producing support and full use of Signal's venue and facilities. Signal is providing a huge amount of support, Rosie said. They are helping me steer the ship, supporting me with funds, and even providing me with their space to perform the launch at. I've loved working with Signal so far. The Young Creatives Lab projects will be launched with special events at Signal. Stay tuned to our website for event details. The EP launch will be a celebration of finding yourself and owning your own mythologies and getting to watch creatives of colour in action, Rosie said. The launch will not only feature my music, but other artists as well. Spoken word, DJs and other musicians. It will be lots of fun and everyone is invited. About Signal. Signal is a creative studio that offers diverse young people aged 13 to 25 the opportunity to create and collaborate with professional artists. Head to our website to explore upcoming workshops and projects. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash signal. The picture caption reads, Young Creatives Lab Artists, Kiki Tugger, Trey Turner, Abby Popjoy, Julia Prendergast, Bonnie Scott and Comang Rosie Kleins. In brief, Heritage Grants Restore your community, commercial or residential heritage building with help from our Melbourne Heritage Restoration Fund. The fund offers $600,000 over the next three years 
to help make our city a place where people love to live, work, and visit. Businesses, non-profits, and residents are encouraged to apply. Melbourne.vic.gov.au/heritage-grants. Business partner cities. Councillor Kevin Louie will showcase Melbourne as a smart, innovative, and start-up-friendly city at the annual Business Partner Cities Roundtable in Kuala Lumpur this November. The network consists of fourteen cities from the Asia Pacific, including Tianjin, Jakarta, Mumbai, and Singapore, and seeks to facilitate mutually beneficial business opportunities. Melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash sister cities. Raising the bar. Save the date for a night of exciting discussion and debate in popular bars on Wednesday, the thirteenth of November. Explore fascinating topics in a relaxed atmosphere with the city's greatest minds and creative thinkers. This year's program will be released in mid-October. Go to rtbevent dot com forward slash Melbourne. Healthy choices. Choose healthy, nutritious food while you enjoy our city's facilities and events with the help of our Healthy Choices Apple icon. Look out for new signage at the kiosks and cafes at Melbourne City Baths, North Melbourne Pool, Carlton Baths, and River Slide Skate Park. Melbourne.vic.gov.au/forward/slash/healthy-choices. Report it online twenty four seven, from graffiti to abandoned vehicles. You can report issues online around the clock. Get in touch when it suits you from your mobile device. Head to our website to find out more. Melbourne.vic.gov.au/forward/slash/contact-us. Your council, the Right Honourable Lord Mayor Sally Cap, Portfolio Chair. Major projects and major events. Phone nine six five eight nine six five eight. Email Lord Mayor at Melbourne dot vic dot gov dot au. Deputy Lord Mayor Aaron Wood, Portfolio Chair Finance and Governance, Deputy Chair Environment. Phone nine six five eight nine six five eight. Email a double r o n dot W O D at Melbourne dot Vic dot Gov dot A U. Councillor Nicholas Francis Gilly, M B E, Portfolio Chair, Transport and Aboriginal City, Phone nine six five eight nine zero three eight, Email N I C O L A S dot F R A N C E S G I double L E Y. At melbourne.vic.gov.au, Councillor Nicholas Rees, Portfolio Chair, Planning, Deputy Chair, Major Projects, Phone nine six five eight nine seven zero four, Email n i c h o l a s dot r double e c e at melbourne.vic.gov.au, Councillor Rohan Leppert. Portfolio Chair, Arts, Culture and Heritage, Deputy Chair, Transport and Planning, Phone nine six five eight nine zero five one, Email 
r-o-h-a-n dot l-e-p-p-e-r-t at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Susan Riley Small Business, Retail and Hospitality Deputy Chair, Prosperous City, Major Events Phone 9658 9636 Email Councillor Philip Lee Lu, Portfolio Chair, International Engagement, Deputy Chair, Arts, Culture and Heritage, Knowledge City. Phone 9658-9630. Email philip dot leliu at melbourne.vic.gov.au. Councillor Beverly Pinder, Portfolio Chair, People City. Deputy Chair, International Engagement, Small Business, Retail and Hospitality. Phone 9658-9056. Email b-e-v-e-r-l-e-y dot p-i-n-d-e-r at melbourne.vic.gov.au. Councillor Kevin Louis, Portfolio Chair, Prosperous City. Phone 9658 9170. Email at Jackie Watts, OAM. Portfolio Chair, Knowledge City. Deputy Chair, People City. Phone 9658-8580. Email J-A-C-K-I-E dot W-A-T-T-S at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Cathy Oak, Portfolio Chair, Environment, Deputy Chair, Aboriginal City, Finance and Governance, phone 9658-9086, email cathy.oke at melbourne.vic.gov.au Council Meetings All committee meetings are held in Council Meeting Room, Level 2, Melbourne Town Hall, Swanston Street, Melbourne. All Council Meetings are held in Council Chamber, Public Gallery, Level 3, Melbourne Town Hall, Swanston Street, Melbourne. On occasion, Council Meetings are rescheduled, or special meetings of the committees and Council are called. For upcoming Council and Committee meeting dates and times, and to live-stream future Melbourne committee meetings, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au. Changes to the meeting schedule are published at melbourne.vic.gov.au and on the notice board at the front of the Melbourne Town Hall Administration Building. October. Future Melbourne Committee. Tuesday the 1st of October, 5.30pm. Future Melbourne Committee. Tuesday the 15th of October, 5.30 p.m. Council, Tuesday the 29th of October, 5.30 p.m. November, Future Melbourne Committee, Tuesday the 12th of November, 5.30 p.m. Future Melbourne Committee, Tuesday the 19th of November, 5.30 p.m. Council, Tuesday the 26th of November, 5.30 p.m. December, Future Melbourne Committee, 
Tuesday the 3rd of December, 5.30pm. Council, Tuesday the 10th of December, 5.30pm. Pride and Purpose Melbourne Magazine celebrates our world-leading city, the energy and aspirations that make the city of Melbourne unique. You may have noticed that we express these aspirations using words like city of well-being and city of culture. These six key strengths inspire us to work towards being an even more bold and sustainable city that supports everyone who lives, works, invests, learns and plays here. We invite you to share your stories about why you are proud of our city through social media, email or phone. Our contact details are below. City of Progress We are building a better city for now and the future. City of Sustainability We champion action on climate change and waste. City of Enterprise We support innovation and contribute to a thriving business culture. City of Well-Being We are creating a healthy and inclusive community for all. City of Culture. We celebrate diversity and creativity. City of Events. We host many world-class events and festivals. Contact City of Melbourne. melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash contact us. 03-9658-9658 National Relay Service. Teletypewriter TTY users phone 133677, then ask for 03-9658-9658. Speak and Listen users phone 1300 555 727, then ask for 03-9658-9658. In person, Melbourne Town Hall, Administration Building, 120 Swanston Street, Melbourne. Business hours, Monday to Friday. Postal address, City of Melbourne, GPO Box 1603, Melbourne, Vic, 3000. Feedback. To provide feedback, contact the City of Melbourne or email melbournemag at melbourne.vic.gov.au. Online version. Read and subscribe to Melbourne Magazine online at magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au Audio version To hear an audio version of Melbourne Magazine, visit the Melbourne Library Service on SoundCloud or contact Vision Australia on printaccess at visionaustralia.org or 02 3524 Interpreter Services. We cater for people of all backgrounds. Please call 03-9280-0726. Cantonese. 03-9280-0717. Indonesian. 03-9280-0719. Italian. 03-9280-0726. Mandarin, 03-9280-0721. Somali, 03-9280-0722. Spanish, 
9280-0723. Vietnamese, 03-9280-0725. All other languages, including Arabic, Hindi and Korean, 03-9280-0726. Disclaimer. Information and events in this publication are current at the time of printing. Subsequent changes may occur. City of Melbourne does not guarantee that this publication is without flaw or wholly appropriate for your purposes. It and its employees expressly disclaim any liability for any loss or damage, whether direct or consequential, suffered by any person as the result of, or arising from, Reliance on any information contained in the publication. Copyright. All applicable copyrights reserved for City of Melbourne, except for any uses permitted under the Copyright Act 1968, Commonwealth. No part of this publication may be reproduced in any manner or in any medium, whether electronic or otherwise, without the express permission of City of Melbourne. Closing Announcement. You have been listening to Melbourne Magazine, October to December 2019, your City of Melbourne magazine. This production has been made possible by the City of Melbourne in the interests of information accessibility. This audio version has been produced by Vision Australia, website www.visionaustralia.org. Care has been taken in the recording of this publication but Vision Australia does not accept responsibility for the results of specific action taken on the basis of this recording, nor for any error or omission. This recording is copyright. No unauthorised copying, broadcasting or public performance is permitted. Your narrator was Jenny Seedsman. This concludes the recording.